Hello and welcome to this episode of Sometimes I Talk to Myself. I'm your host, Cecily, and I have with me my big sister, Gloria. What's up, Glo? Hey, girl. <laughs> so if you're wondering what all the noise is, we're actually at this um, little patisserie called, maybe that's what the name means, it's a patisserie. <laughs> we made it into something really deep and spiritual and soulish. And okay, let me tell you guys. So we just left our hotel. So my sister Gloria is uh, her birthday is tomorrow, and so I invited her to New York to come hang out with me. And so my mom was on my mind, I guess, and we were walking and looking for breakfast this morning, and I saw this building that said Pat. All I saw was Pat because our mom's name is Pat, and so. <laughs> But it like, said yeah, Pattis. Let's let's go there. She's sending us there. <laughs> yeah, we were like, Mom's sending us a message. We need to go there for breakfast. It's really cute in here though. But it's called it's called Patis with P A T I S, and we were like, Pat is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't take the Chicago out of the girl. It's a little ghetto. It's a little ghetto. little special. It's all right. It's okay. <laughs> so we came in here feeling all nostalgic. I'm like, Mama would have loved this. So we got a strawberry croissant and we got a, um, what else did we get, Glow? A bunch of stuff that we did not finish, but it was delicious. We're here in New York and just celebrating her birthday. She didn't want to hang out with me for her birthday, but just around true. her birthday. Not true. Not true. <laughs> I would love to stay here forever. But, um, but yeah, so I wanted to have you on my podcast, not just because it's your birthday, but because I think you are so full of full of it no <laughs> i am full of it say that again no <laughs> no i think you're super full of wisdom and and uh knowledge and so yeah i just wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit how old are you gonna be tomorrow i will be we've been going back and forth i stag am i 43 or 44 okay so you're three years older than me I got to be 43 then. I'm 39. That sounds about right. It's all a, a, a wonderful, blissful blur for me. It doesn't matter. She's in her 40s. And then look, and, and I tell people, I'm almost 50. I don't have time for filling the blank, right? So that's why I cannot remember because I stay pushing myself higher in age. But I think I'm, I'm 43. 43. It's funny because when I'm like wanting to get somebody together and mm-hmm. want them to know like my age qualifies me. Yeah. yeah. I say, look here, I'm I'm almost forty years old. <laughs> so when I turn forty, am I gonna be saying I'm almost fifty? I've been saying it since I turned forty, and my friends hate it. They're like, "Whoa, would you please stop?" Oh my gosh, you are not almost fifty. It validates me a bit, though, and whatever it is I'm talking about, like, well, she is almost fifty, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. You're right. Too. Yeah, okay, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so you have overcome a lot in your life. You have been through probably everything that I've been through times 10. It's unfortunate, but yes, this is true. Some of it's fortunate. Some of it's actually really good, but yes, that's true. So a little bit about my sister. She is the owner of Glow Salon and Spa. So her name is Gloria. The salon's name is Glow, and it's it's her nickname, but it's not Glow, G-L-O, like we call her it's glow and she has a really cool reason for naming it that and i would love for her to share that yeah so the salon name is glow salon and spa glow and the reason for that is um i've been a hairdresser for 25 years uh i am a hairdresser's baby so this is generational and um 
like my mother before me, I just like to really highlight the best in people and, you know, to help them see what's good about them and see, you know, better opportunities, better um, better self-worth, um, better hairstyles, better nails, better lashes. But just, you know, we want to highlight what's good. And so that's why my business is named Glow. And yeah, what what else? Oh, I thought you were going to no, say, because no, no, no. I was going to say something else. I was going to say, else. yeah, I love the fact that it's like, you said something about um, uh, like glowing, like from the inside, it's yeah. inside out, like. Absolutely, yeah. So it's all about that. It's not so much about, you know, how we adorn ourselves on the outside, but it's definitely an inner thing. Um, I believe in, in good in all people, at least initially. And so, you know, my job and my business and just in life, I believe, is to, is to pull that out or to um, highlight that and help you, help you find it, you know? So. Amen. Amen. So the one thing I really admire about my sister is the, just her ability to keep going. And, I mean, she might give the credit to people that were surrounding her in the, in the moments that she made certain choices. But ultimately, she had to make the final choice and say, okay, yes. You know, I'm going to go for this thing or, yes, I'm going to do it. I'm going to try. And so what I want to ask you, Glow, is in the face of the different adversities you had to overcome from being homeless at one point to, you know, um, just the losses you suffered. I know both of us lost mom and dad. Um, and you being the oldest, you, you knew them longer than me. And, and you saw things that I don't even remember. You know, you know, you know the, the, the stories, honey. And so... Um, and then even the loss of marriage, you know, you, you've gone through divorce, you had just so many things happen in your life. What keeps you going every day? What is it that gets you up in the morning? What makes you tick? Mm, that's good. That's a good question. Uh, and sometimes I find myself asking myself that question. But I think that for everything that I've been through and made it through, um, it's just that. It's knowing that I have been through it and I made it through it and now I'm here. I, I actually find myself saying that to myself a lot. Like, you know, my life isn't as complicated as it once was. I have uh, experienced divorce a couple times. Um, I'm a single mom raising my kids the best that I can. Um, you know, I, I have support of their fathers, but, you know, I'm a mom and I'm handling it. And so when I find myself in like tough situations, like I was just telling my sister that I have to um, pay for a tutor for my oldest son because he's struggling in school. But I have so much other stuff that I really, you know, I also need to spend money on. And so I'm like, okay, but this is not the first time I've been faced with, you know, a money issue and I'm trying to decide where, to, where the money should go. And so, um, and I just always have to remind myself, okay, I've done that before and I made it through. And there's more. So, you know, I just look forward. It's all about looking forward. And um, if you spend too much time looking behind you, then it'll kind of depress you. It can. But if you look forward and just know you made it through it before, there is a tomorrow. And as long as I wake up and I have breath in my body and an idea on my mind and love in my heart, then I can do it. I can do whatever today brings, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. tutor, here we come. <laughs> <laughs> right. 
I know that's right. And you're such a great mom. Um, she has one daughter. One daughter. We try to get her to have a couple, of, you know, a couple of girls, but she only got the one, and then and four boys. So. Yes. Yep, five kids in total, and she happens to be the smallest of the siblings. It's three of us. <laughs> I look like I have had the five kids, and she has had the one, but we, I digress. You, you body. They look. Check out Instagram. The baby is fine. Girl, hush. <laughs> but um, so I was going to say, I love what you said about keeping going because I noticed that when you do stay in that mind frame of woe is me or you know this hasn't happened isn't happening um it will take you into the nothingness remember um um land before time no not land before time uh we can talk about that too yeah never ending story Uh when the horse drowned because he was in the nothingness and he just She's like, no, don't think like that. You know, come out. Oh, that's right. You remember that? Remember that was my favorite movie. I don't think you really. You sound like you watched it recently. I'm going to have to go back. Okay. I didn't watch it recently. <laughs> you give it details. You got the voice of uh, the characters down. Okay. I try you. Yeah. I try you. <laughs> but, um, so what do you say to the person that has gotten stuck in the nothingness? Because there also needs to be a balance between just constantly moving and then taking a moment to be still and reflect versus you know just being in a depression in the bed like just stuck Mm -hmm. you know you have to move because you have kids you got things to do you have business like you really can't so how do you balance that those two things from because I know you you know sometimes may have a down day and sometimes you have an up you know time or whatever how do you balance between the two and not get stuck in the nothing I mean, you just answered it. It's really about a balance. Um, Our mom used to have this little saying uh, when she would talk to her guests about, you know, like conditioning treatments or something. You're thinking conditioning. Oh, my God, that's going to make my hair great. Do it every time. But too much of anything isn't good, even a good thing, you know. So that's just it. You know, just just staying uh, sober about where you are in your life. And, you know, in your decisions and sometimes just in your day, in that moment, like, okay, what is happening? What has happened? What am I trying to produce here? Is this a seed or a harvest? Can I get it right now? No. Okay. So I might just need to sit still. Um, and, and that's, that's how you create balance, you know, in your life. It's moment by moment. I love that. Yeah, for sure. I love that you said moment by moment because a lot of times we'll see, you know, a cake and we'll think, oh, I want this cake. But you can't stuff that whole thing in your mouth all at once. You still have to take slices. You still, you know, remember Matilda, the little boy with the chocolate cake and he was hand, he was grabbing it by handfuls. He still could not consume that entire thing at once. We just can't. So I love that you said take it moment by moment, second by second, day by day. And making it through that first step or that that next thing into the next thing into the next thing. So then I was also gonna say too, um, for those times that you did you missed the mark, you know, you gotta forgive yourself. That's like a big um, a big thing now. You know, people talk about self forgiveness, but it's so important. You just can't beat yourself up for for missing it when you did. Every opportunity is a lesson for the next opportunity. So whether it was a win or a loss, you know, just if it was a loss, forgive yourself and yeah. keep it moving, you know. That's so good. Don't dwell on it and look look forward to the next opportunity. That's it. I love that. I love that. That's so important. Um, 
a lot of like people's terminal illnesses and like people getting sick it's because of self-hatred and self-loathing and it it does something to your body it does something to your physical body if you know if you notice when people say when you speak to plants with love like they did a study when you speak to plants with love they grow but if you speak hate and death and anger they can feel that and they begin to, to die so I think we treat ourselves sometimes like, oh, you're so stupid. Like, I had to stop saying stuff like that about me because I knew I would never say it to a friend. So why would I say it to me? You know, on the other side of the spectrum, there's so much self-focus now that it's a little scary. Yeah, it can be. You know, it is, it's, it's good for us to prioritize us and to so, you know, quote unquote, choose us. But what I think I, I would love to to kind of integrate here is the the fact that you know of the like of speaking of the Lord like he needs to be involved somewhere in <laughs> in that too. So what are your thoughts on um, this whole self care movement uh, apart from God or with God? Like how can we how can how should this look? Yeah. With self care. Yeah, there is no self care apart from God. So there's that. Um, but even, you know, that just, I feel like that the way that I do things is I filter everything that I do, every decision that I make, um, every opportunity that I take through God. Now, true enough, they don't always work out right. And I have not always thought it that way, but I do today. And I feel like since I've made that decision to filter all things through him, um, then no matter what happens, I can feel safe. I can feel comfortable. I don't feel, you know, like, oh, my goodness, I did this and I did it wrong. Or I did this and I did it wonderfully and I got the, you know, yeah. I got the secret sauce. Um, I, I feel like that is super important right now. Yeah. I do. I do. And when I say filter, so what that really means is it's as simple as before making a decision, you know, just a, a, a a prayer in my heart or even audibly sometimes I'm in my car as my sister's uh, podcast is titled she talks to herself like that's a thing you know and I feel like when I talk to myself I'm really talking to the Lord because his voice sounds like my voice I, I've learned that like um, and the way that I'm sure it's his voice is I immerse myself in his word I, I read scripture and so that stuff comes back to me when I'm asking myself um, you know what's happening here or what should be happening here or should I you know go this way with this decision um, a lot of times scripture will come back up even if it's not you know the these and the thou's in it because I've read a scripture I've understood it and even found application in my life it's now a part of me and so that's that's what filtering looks like for me um, and I can just rest. I can rest in whatever happens next because I know that it's going to be all into his glory when it's all said and done, you know? I love that. And also, uh, one of my favorite scriptures is, um, is Proverbs 16:3, where it says, Roll your works upon the Lord, and he'll make your thoughts agreeable to his will. And then your plans will be established and succeed. And what I love about that scripture is the fact that it, it really lets you know that we, as long as you acknowledge God, he said, acknowledge him in all your ways and he'll direct your path. 
people often think that that means that, okay, God, what do you think I should do? And then he's going to come out with this light and say, here's the way you should go. But Proverbs 16.3 basically tells us that he's going to make your mind, his mind, your mind, they're going to become one. And you're going to be thinking like God, you know, (laughs) you'll be, if if you acknowledge him, he's going to automatically, he's going to give you the thoughts that you need. And so I love that scripture. So it says, roll your works upon the Lord. When I think about rolling, I think about like if you took like a a lump of cookie dough and then there was like almonds spread out on the table and you roll the cookie dough into the almonds like it's going to be pressed in. It's going to become integrate, you know, um, rolling your works on the Lord in that sense is like really collecting his thought, like collecting him as, okay. here's my plan. It's sugar cookie dough. But I need what you have. So I'm going to roll my works upon you, God, and pick up what your thoughts are. Pick up what you have. And then he said, I'll make my thoughts, I'll make your thoughts agreeable to my will. Your thoughts will begin to say, oh, this is the will of God. Oh, this is what I'm going to do. And so I think um, for me, a lot of the stuff that I didn't do or did do, I was waiting on God to like really confirm or really say, go for it, do it. Um, and I struggled with it because if I experienced any kind of failure, I was like, okay, God didn't say that I went wrong, but I'm coming into a season where I'm okay with failure. Like, and I'm becoming more okay with failing because it's so, I think God even will instruct us and allow us in some failures and some things. He said, we won't suffer loss, but he never said we wouldn't fail. He will protect us. So I, I've definitely experienced the grace of God where I failed in some areas, but I'm like, oh, it didn't touch my funds. It didn't, you know, it didn't like, it didn't hit me where I could have really just been out. But it did teach me that, okay, I could do this better next time. Because it's in our failures that we grow and that we learn, you know. So I don't know. I just went on a little tangent. But <laughs> look, new scripture. Thank you all. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> So uh, I would just get your, I would love to get your final thoughts on um, just, just anything that you want to share with my listeners. Um, you have 43 years of life. You have how many years in the business? Uh, 25. 25 years as a cosmetologist. Um, she was doing hair when I hated hair. <laughs> you remember mama used to slap me? Honey, you, you have you have not lived my life <laughs> or walked in my shoes. That shampoo bowl. If I, I would roll my eyes, y'all, I did not want to do hair. And she'd be like, shampoo my client. If I did something wrong, how? i just get my teeth knocked out. Let me say this then. I owe you an apology because... You told on me? No. Oh. I ain't telling on you, but I did it first. I was rolling my I hated. She made us do hair to start. Oh, you didn't want to do it? Heck no. Girl, I never knew that. <laughs> I thought Gloria wanted to do it because my mama, we had a shop, y'all, in our shop in our house. Yeah. And while kids were sneaking out, I would sneak into the house because I didn't want her to know I was there. Because <laughs> at three o'clock, she was calling me down to wash heads and do, you know, shop work. And I hated it. Wow. <laughs> but I'm so grateful that she didn't listen to the whims of an immature girl. Yes. And she encouraged me to do it because it is definitely uh, opened up a lot of opportunities for me. I love what I do. I'm grateful that my daughter, my only daughter, loves what she does now. She's in the business, too, and I didn't have to... I didn't have that fight, so yeah. God spared me because I'm sure I should, we stressed mama out. If she was slapping people by the time she got to you, I know I got on her now. <laughs> she slapped the hell out of me. The girl, one time she had me shampoo a client, 
I'll never forget. Okay, let me say this. <laughs> One time, she had me shampoo a client, and I didn't do it right, and I was mad she made me redo it. Yeah. Girl, in that laundry room, girl, it, over the client, the client laying there in the bowl, she said, bam! Wow. Yeah. I cannot believe it. Now, I'm crying in shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> that must have been Miss Cheney, somebody I she could trust. <laughs> Like, I'm going to say they ain't going to mind. Look, I think it was somebody we knew. I, was like, yeah. I swear. But look, it's like, how many times have you felt like slapping your assistant, though? Because there's been times when it's like, girl, you're not listening to me. Can you comb this hair down right? So, I get it. No, I, I get it. Because our mom was not a violent person. But when you try to get that work done. She wasn't violent. She was a great mama. But she will slap you. Slap your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> if you didn't make the Kool-Aid. No, Jesus. Oh, we going Kool-Aid. there? That's gonna be a whole nother uh, podcast. podcast. Okay, okay. We'll, 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 we won't go there. We won't go there. That was our dad. He will. <laughs> if you didn't make the Kool Aid, you get a whooping. Jesus. But, so yeah, um, I guess a final thought. <laughs> Girl, you done threw off my final thought phase. Now I don't know what I'm saying to the people. Um, um, so yeah, just take it. Be easy with yourself. Um, look for look for love. Look for light. Look for opportunities to grow and to glow. And you know, you just it'll it'll help you understand and accept that everything in life is not perfect. But um, and it doesn't have to be. That's not what makes a perfect life. It's it's the ups and the downs and everything in between. Just focus on what's good and keep moving forward. Amen. And go on an adventure. That's from me to you guys. Go on an adventure. So buy the plane ticket. You know, do the thing because... Have you guys ever experienced this? I don't know about you, but it's been times where I wanted to do something and I took the risk and did it or made the purchase. And I'm like, man, I don't know how I'm going to take care of this other thing later, but I feel like I really need to just, just do it. And then later, it never came. Like, it never even affected me. And so, so many times I didn't take risks because I was afraid of what I might not have later. And then ended up later having what I needed. So, I would just encourage you guys to, like, go on an adventure do it you know do the things that's in your heart to do because yolo right this is we're here on the earth we don't know what heaven's gonna be like but right now we get to experience this life while we're here and it's amazing yes so good, sis. thanks for having me thanks for coming and you guys i will talk to y'all next week i hope you enjoyed my sister gloria her salon is in flossmore what's your address 3319 valma road flossmore illinois She's in Illinois. So if you're ever in Illinois, please look her up at Glow Salon and Spa. Just Google it. You'll find her. Okay. Talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Oh, you said bye? I said bye.